the Aggies landed five-star wide receiver Cameron Coleman, proving Texas A&M's elite recruiting is here to stay. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in the Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, it is good to be back with you. Uh, like I said, I was out of town at the Florida Keys with my parents. It was a great trip. I appreciate you all bearing with me while I was out of town. And I think we learned a lesson. If the Aggies are going to get a five-star every time I'm out of town, I think I need to start going on more vacations. So we need to figure that out. But Cameron Coleman, five-star wide receiver from Phoenix City, Alabama, 6'3", 180 pounds, the 11th overall player in 24-7 sports composite rankings. I think the thing here that immediately stands out to me is Texas Texas A&M recruiting is here to stay. You know, we had this discussion about a month ago talking about kind of the recruiting class and – how I was seeing this narrative on Twitter of, you know, when are the recruits going to come? We're not landing any, any recruits. This recruiting class is going to be rough. You know, last year's class, 2023 class, it was, it was fine. It was a good, it was a solid class. It wasn't what it has been. I think that the week the Aggies had on the recruiting trail, landing Jalen Hornsby, T. Anthony Smith, and Cameron Coleman, who we're going to talk about all three of those guys, um, but Coleman here first, landing three blue chip recruits proves this recruiting class is here to stay. Texas A&M currently sits at the time of this recording. I always want to preface that because we know in recruiting that can change at the flip of a hat. But ninth overall, third in the SEC at the time of this recording. I mean, it felt like three weeks ago the Aggies were like 42nd. And and that's the narrative that you know I pushed it away a while ago saying, listen, this class is going to be okay. Recruits are going to come. June and July are the months where you get people on campus, you have official visits, you get all this stuff done, and then the recruits come. I broke down on one episode the kind of the whole thing of like at this point in time last year, the Aggies had this many recruits to kind of get everybody to relax, you know, on the, on the fact that this class is going to be okay. And I think we're seeing that come to life now. This class is jumped. I mean, heck, it was, I think the last time I recorded after landing Draylon Miller, it was 30th and it's already up to nine. So like this class is moving up on a, on a day-to-day basis and I, it's going to be top five. I don't know what, what you you're looking at that doesn't make you feel like it's going to be top five, but you know, this recruiting class, it is here to stay. I do think coach Fisher and company needs to, you know, win on the field to keep it up, but landing kids like Cam Coleman, and we're going to talk about Coleman here in a minute, but, but landing a guy like Coleman, and landing a guy like Hornsby and Smith, but specifically Coleman and Hornsby, is proof as to why Texas A&M recruiting is not going anywhere. And we're going to talk a little bit about why we'll start with Coleman. So Coleman, when it comes to him on the field, elite route runner, crisp. He gets out of cuts quick. He's got a quick first step, great hands. He's tough to bring down. You cannot lightly tackle this guy. You, If you're going to tackle Cam Coleman, you have to tackle him. And you have to wrestle him to the ground. There is no pushing him over. You have to get him on the ground. Just 
the tape, it's just, it's incredible. And, and what I love to see is it's not like he's not just fast. He's not just a good 50-50 ball winner. He's not just a, a good route runner who's who's getting – he does it all. He wins 50-50 balls. He runs crisp routes. He gets open on all different sorts of routes. He's tough to bring down. He's elusive, fast. I mean, everything you need to be an elite wide receiver at the next level, Coleman possesses. So this is a little – Quote, in the 24-7 sports, I love what they do over there, but they always write a little, um, you know, bio for each of these highly ranked guys kind of talking about what they're good at, what they're, you know, they, they give them a, who, who are they, who do they play like, different stuff like that. And this is what they had written down for Coleman. Potential day one NFL draft choice with rare combination of size, speed, and athleticism. You know, that's high praise. Whenever someone says – you know, your potential first-round pick, that is high praise. But you watch the tape, you watch the high school tape, look at the numbers, it's no surprise. I mean, this guy's the 11th best player in, in the nation for a reason. Dang good football player. I love the size, 6'3", 180. You know, there's room to put a little bit on that frame, put a little bit of weight on, a little bit of muscle on. But, I mean, you look at you look at Coleman now, he looks like um, a man amongst children playing high school football in Phoenix City, Alabama. So – you know, that's what Coleman looks like on the field. Like I said, it's just everything he does at a high level, everything he does crisp, solid, just all around, well, just a, just a wide receiver that can do everything. And I think you're going to see that play out on the football field when he gets to campus. So, you know, that's what I talked about when it comes to him as a player. But his recruitment was a really interesting one. I have a lot of friends, uh, colleagues in the media at Auburn. And, you know, like, this is the funniest part about this. So I, I, of course, was, you know, and I knew that the Aggies were big time after Coleman. I'm at the beach sitting. I think I was fishing with my pops, and we're just sitting, drinking a beer, fishing. And I see on my phone that uh, Coleman has received a crystal ball to Auburn. And I go, dang it, man. I, you know, I, I knew the Aggies ran on this guy. Um, you know, and I and, and and my source is like Smith and Hornsby. Like, I, knew, I knew the Aggies. I was very confident based on – what I've been hearing that Smith and Hornsby were going to commit to Texas A&M. Coleman hadn't even heard a word, hadn't heard a thing. It's like, it's almost like nobody knew if, if he was like silent committed, whatever, however they went about this, it was impressive. But on the Auburn side of things, like I said, the day before he committed to Texas A&M, Auburn beat writers put in a crystal ball for him to go to Auburn. So I see that and I'm like, dang it, man. I thought the Aggies had a shot at this guy. And I know, you know, crystal balls aren't end all be all. Of course, as we saw play out here, but I just think this is a really interesting recruitment because nobody knew. I mean, it, it always feels like when a kid commits, when they set a commitment date, right, leading up to that day, like the, the morning of, the day I've covered before, you kind of get a feeling for where they're going to go. You know, Nine times out of ten, you can predict where they're going to go. Coleman, I don't, I don't even think there was a commitment date. I think he was just like, heck, I'm going to commit today. I mean, he really – he set off the fireworks. He – for the holiday, I mean – for the 4th of July, Coleman was the firework for Aggie fans, and it was a pretty big firework. So I just I think this was an interesting all-around recruitment because it was a shocker. And that's the fun part about recruiting. It's not as fun when you're like, this guy's a lock, and you know, we know we're gonna get him, whatever. We're gonna get him, he's gonna commit at some point, yada yada. That's not the fun of it for me. I I think stuff like this, Coleman, I'm, I'm just sitting hanging out with my family, and then look, bam, Cam Coleman's committed to Texas AM, and I go, wow. Like, it's exciting. It's riveting. That's the fun part about recruiting. And, you know, that's what happened here. So, I mean, and, and Auburn fans, you know, I have no 
I, I feel bad for them, but I mean, they're like in shambles over this guy. Auburn fans, that was the funniest part about Landon Coleman. I mean, they were fully convinced they were getting Coleman. And then they turn, you know, come to find out, boom, he commits to Texas AM. I mean, this fan base was in shambles, in just pure sadness and pain. And I just think that was kind of a little bit funny because, you know, it was such a surprise, and the beat writers were saying he's going to Auburn. So it just sum it all up. It's a big time win for the Aggies. It proves that Texas AM is recruiting this elite recruiting we've seen for years and years. It's here to stay. I mean, they just win battles. They say, okay, right? So Phoenix City, Alabama, not crazy far from Auburn. I had to look that up. Not far from Auburn, right? And what do they do? What do the Aggies do? What does Jimbo Fisher and Craig and company do? They say, we're going to go get him from their backyard and bring him home. SEC West foe in Auburn, you know, go to their backyard and say, come on, you're coming here. You're coming, you're coming to Texas AM. That going to and winning battles like that is what stands out. Hornsby, we'll talk more about him in our in our final segment, but he's a guy from Atco, New Jersey. I looked it up. His final two schools were Texas AM and Penn State. Penn State is not crazy far from him. You could, it's the same. That's his backyard, in essence. It's not the same state, but it's still technically his backyard. And the Aggies went and said, I know you're across the entire country, but get your behind down to Texas A&M. And he did it. When you pull players from schools like Auburn and Penn State, and you go into these schools' backyards, Power 5 schools, good football programs throughout the years, and you go and just win recruiting battles, it's a big freaking deal. And that's why people, you know, as fans, there's times where we're just allowed to be excited. You're allowed to be excited about landing Cameron Coleman. You are allowed to be happy. This was a big-time get for the Aggies. Elite player. I think he's going to play just like Miller. I think Coleman is going to walk on campus, and he's the guy. Just like we saw with Evan Stewart. I mean, I think Cam Coleman walks in. He is the guy. So this is a big addition. I mean, it gets your class, like I said, the top 10 to ninth overall class, third in the SEC. This is a big-time win for the Aggies, and you got to feel pretty dang good about how this recruiting class is going to finish out for the 2024 cycle. The next recruit we're going to talk about, or the next commit, that is, we're going to talk about is Ty Anthony Smith. And, um, you know, those are things I was talking about with Coleman, the whole little quote they wrote about Coleman saying how good of a player he's going to be, potential first-round pick. They had a, quote, a, a little blurb like that about Smith that said, he was has developmental upside. We're going to push back on that developmental upside argument coming up next right here on Locked on Aggies. But first, I am going to get to talk about our friends over at Bird Dogs, today's sponsor. Bird Dogs, I am telling you, folks, ladies and gentlemen, I was in the Florida Keys on a fishing charter. Had a great time. Caught mahi-mahi, which is my dream fish. I was one of the catch one that caught three of them. Great time. We're having a, a – um, we got to bring all the fish home. We're having a – what's it called? A, a fish – we're having a fish fry with my grandparents coming up here soon. It was a fun day. What was I wearing on that boat in the 972-degree weather? I was wearing my bird dogs because they're comfortable. They're versatile. You can do anything in these pants. They look good. They feel good. They're, I mean, when I say look good, I mean, like they look good on you. They look good stylish. They're just awesome pants, truly. And it's like, I've never been a big clothes person. It's just not something I care about. I don't really care about clothes or this. I just wear what I wear and do my business. These bird dogs, I will push them on anybody. I love them that much. They are so comfortable. They look great. 
my favorite pair of clothing I own. Truly, I mean, wearing getting to wear these pants, it is just amazing. I have two pairs. I'm getting ready to order some more. They're just that dang comfortable, and they make you look good, feel good, feel confident. I love these shorts. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college or promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. I promise you that. So back to these recruits we landed while I was out of town. Next one was Ty Anthony Smith, 6'1", 205-pound linebacker from Jasper. And, you know, so 324th best player in the class, four-star recruit. I think what stood out to me about Smith is, so, you know, that quote, like I said, 24-7 sports, they put their little, little blurbs about players and talking about, you know, what they need to get, what they're good at all that, where they project in, in the future or something like, like sometimes you'll see Coleman was listed as a first round pick Smith. I'm pretty sure was listed as a um, power five starter. So, you know, there's a wide range. You can see second to third round pick all that, but they, then they write the little blurb and I watched the tape on Smith. I watched it a handful of times and then I read the blurb and the blurb said he has developmental upside to me. That term means that this kid, you know, he, he he maybe has a bright future in front of him, but right now, eh, no. This tape, I am telling you, Smith is better than being listed as developmental upside. You watch the tape. I mean, he has an elite quick first step. He's a smart football player. He knows he has, he has all the traits necessary to be an elite linebacker at the next level. The football IQ is through the roof. And I think, you know, one, one thing I love to see with a linebacker, I hate – there's nothing on this earth that upsets me more than when you see like a running back make a cut and the linebacker gets caught up in traffic and isn't able to make isn't able to make a tackle that they probably should have been able to make. That's not the case with Smith. He works through traffic so well. I mean, whether an offensive lineman is double-teaming up to him, no matter what the situation is, he works through traffic and makes tackles, whether it's a quarterback leaving the pocket, quarterback draw, quarterback trying to scramble, or just the running back carrying the football. Smith is able to – I mean, and, and not only is he able to keep containment and get these guys, he hammers. He hits these players so hard. Hard hitter. I mean, you love a big old thumper of a linebacker, six foot one, 205 pounds. That's, that's pretty thumpy. You know, that's that's a that's a height and weight where you can really lay the hammer on somebody. And, you know, so he, of course, like I said, four star recruit out of Jasper chose the Aggies over USC, Alabama and Oklahoma. I just I do. I don't agree with that developmental upside comment. I just I don't know how you can look at that tape and say, yeah, that guy's got some developmental upside. Maybe maybe he'll be relevant one day. No, this is a talented football player that is going to play a role for Texas A&M at some point in his career. He's that good. I think – And I, I, now, I, is he a guy that's going to start the minute he walks on campus like we're talking about here with Coleman? No, I don't believe that. I do think he's a guy that could play a second year, third, his second year, definitely second year, potentially third year um, on campus. And, you know, I, I like the frame. I like the ability to add some muscles or not – I mean, he's, he's a built kid, but the ability to add some – more oomph to the frame. But, you know, all in all, like I said, I just, 
all we can do is watch tape and, and, and create our, our opinions on a player, right? So this analyst, you know, from for 24-7 sports, he he watched the tape. His opinion was developmental upside. I watched the tape. I disagree with him on that. I think this is a guy, and I just think saying developmental upside for the 324th best player in the class, I just don't get that. I think that is, I think that is you're not talking up enough a good player as to what Smith is. So I think he's going to be a guy, a guy that is going to play early on in his Texas A&M career, definitely within his third year, potentially his second year. I um, mean, you know, it's not easy to come in and play lickety split as a linebacker at a high school. It's just, you know, not 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 something that you see it happen a ton. But he, he's a guy that's going to get playing time at some point during his Texas A&M career. He's that good. I'm very confident in saying that. Um, so I, I think I, I think you could say he's underrated. I think now the the rating like numbers wise isn't bad, but I think that comment just really stuck with me. It's like I just don't love that. So I um. You know, and of course, I mean, everybody can get better. I'm not saying that he's like, you know, you can't, he can't get any better because everybody can get better at everything we do on a day to day basis. But I just think he's a sound linebacker who plays the position well, plays the position smart, plays hard on a snap to snap basis. This is just a high upside kid. And, and I, I'm frankly excited to see what Smith is able to do once he gets to College Station. He's ready to rock and roll in a Texas AM uniform. Um, and I think the other exciting thing about landing a player like Smith is the fact that we've talked about how linebackers position you have got to hammer on this year. You know, you've got your top in heavy, not all that crazy much depth on, on the linebacker position. So I think, you know, I know they went and got some uh, transfer portal piece here and there, but I just think this is a position the Aggies need to continue to recruit well at high school. So bringing in a guy like Smith, and then of course you already have Jordan Lockhart and Tristan Jernigan committed. So now you have three linebackers committed to the 2024 recruiting class. I think that's exciting just because at the end of the day, that's a lot of, that's, that's a hefty amount of linebackers. I wouldn't be upset if they went and got one more, but I mean, that's two um, blue chip linebacker recruits in Smith and Lockhart. And then Jernigan is a guy who, once again, I think is a little bit underrated. A sound, another player like Smith and the fact that he just plays the game smart and plays the game the right way. Um, last thing, comment on Smith is that I did read that he does run the ball in short yardage situations, which I like because I like when a player is able to do and see things from both sides of the ball. As a linebacker, you know you're going to be tasked with 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 stuff in short yardage situations. So the fact that Smith has been someone to carry the rock in, on the on the offensive side of short yardage situations, I think that just makes you better reading it and picking up on things from the defensive side. So. I just this is a player in Tyson Smith that is going to have a good Texas A&M career, and I think when we look back at this class in two or three years, it could be a guy that we go, "Wow, that was one of the bigger additions to the 2024 class." The last commit that happened while I was out of town that we're going to talk about is Jalen Hornsby. Jalen Hornsby is a kid that I think is going to come in and win 50-50 balls at a high rate for the Aggies. We're going to talk more about Hornsby coming up next, right here on Locked on Aggies. So, Jalen Hornsby, I think, you know, 6'2", 195, I like that. So, you know, Coleman, 6'3", 180. And the thing about Coleman is when you watch him on the field, Coleman is a big son of a gun. He's a big, strong kid. And... Hornsby, I mean, 6'2", 195, another just a built, strong, big, wide receiver. 
Um, so he's from Atco, New Jersey. 376th player in the 2024 class, four-star recruit. He chose Texas A&M over Penn State, as we said. We talked about that a little bit earlier. And the reason that's exciting is just due to the fact that you go in, like I said, we've talked about it already a little bit, but you go when you beat out a Power 5 school in Penn State, a good football team, a good program, and you go and say, listen, this is our guy. We're, we're, taking, we're bringing him home to Texas. And that's what you do. You bring him home. You bring him to College Station. You go and pull him from home, far, far away from home, and bring him to play in the SEC. And I think that says a lot about, you know, about this recruiting class. I think it says a lot, like we said about with Coleman. You go and take Coleman, pull him from near Auburn. You go pull Hornsby from relatively close to Penn State. You just go and pull players from their backyard school and say, come play for us. I think that I think that says a lot about a team on the recruiting cycle, if you're able on a recruiting trail, if you're able to do stuff like that. And just twice in his last week, the Aggies approved, the coaching staff has proved they can do that and do it at a high rate. So when it comes to Hornsby as a player, the 50-50, the ability to win the 50-50 ball at a high rate really stood out to me. It seemed like the whole, all of his um, tape was him winning 50-50 balls. I liked that they used him in lots of different, you know, they, they threw lots of different routes to him. They threw a couple screens to him. They, you know, threw the deep ball. They threw some posts. He, he's a guy who can run a lot of routes, which I like to see, you know, it's, I've watched tape on kids before and then you watch and it's like, wow, this is five minutes of go routes. Like, okay, cool. Like he's a little bit faster than the defense, than the defensive backs and he's able to catch over the shoulder passes. Like great. But seeing, seeing a player that's able to do it all is what stands out to me. And that's what a guy like Coleman and a guy like Hornsby is able to do. So, and Hornsby, the other thing that stood out was his hands. I mean, if it is with, I mean, his catch radius is through the roof. If it is within his catch radius, he is catching the football, and there is no and if ors or buts about it. He is catching the football. That I love to see that because I love it when you're able to bail your quarterback out a little bit. You know, you're able to okay, let, you know, let's say it's Wegman and Wegman makes and eh, not a great throw, not you know, an okay throw, a throw that can that can get the job done more times than not, but not a great throw, and the receiver is able to just reel it in. That's what I saw on the tape for Hornsby. And whether it was a 50-50 ball or just like an over-the-middle pass where he's able to get through traffic and make a great catch, he's got great hands, strong hands. He's not afraid to get hit. I just – this is a guy who the tape stands out. I mean, talented wide receiver. Um, and I mean, you know, he's a, he's a blue-chip recruit for a reason. So that has the wide receiver room. You got Cameron Coleman, who we just got done talking about, Draylon Miller, who we talked about last week or two weeks ago, I'm sorry, DeBron Gatling, the um, only non-blue-chip recruit of the receivers so far, and then Hornsby. So you got four uh, four wide receivers committed so far in this 2024 recruiting class, and a lot of these guys are going to play relevant snaps during their Texas A&M career. I've already said that I feel pretty confident Draylon Miller and Cameron Coleman are going to be starters the minute they walk on campus. And then you mix in Hornsby, Gatling, high upside guys who might not play a ton early on in their career, but they're going to be guys that are going to play relevant snaps during their Texas A&M career. So these are three big-time additions for the Aggies in Coleman, Smith, and Hornsby. I'm really stoked to see what they're able to do in their career, especially Coleman, you know, being that he is a five-star. Um, and I, like I said, the last thing I think this proves the addition to these three guys, the recruiting class, like we said, is at ninth, third in the SEC, and you have 11 blue-chip recruits. So it's not like they have, like, you know, sometimes you'll see these classes that's the number 14 class, and it's blah, blah, blah school with 32 three-stars. Like, this is a talented class, a five-star 
a lot of four stars, a lot of high upside three stars. It's a talented class with, I mean, talented class top to bottom. So a lot to look forward to with Texas A&M on the recruiting trail. And I think landing a guy like Coleman, Hornsby, and Smith proves it's just Aggie recruiting is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. You're not going to get rid of us. So, you know, and, I, and I'm I'm curious to know who's next. I mean, I think we're, we ain't done yet. There's more coming. So 2024 recruiting class is going to be special for the Aggies, and I cannot wait to see how it turns out. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies. As always, I appreciate you all tuning in. Hope you had a great holiday. Hope you had a, a great time with friends, family, doing fun stuff. Hope everybody's got all their fingers. And um, I appreciate you all bearing with me while I'm out of town. But now I'm back. No more commits are going to slide by because I am here. We are here for good. I will be in Nashville for SEC Media Days um, coming up a week from today. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be bringing you all a lot of fun content there. Hopefully some good different interviews, fun stuff like that. That's going to be a lot of fun. So be paying attention for that. But like I said, that is going to do it for Locked On Aggies today. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we will see you tomorrow.